0: Welcome to the VIP Home Podcast, where we talk about all the things homeowners need
1: to know.
2: Welcome to the VIP Home Podcast, the show where we talk about all the things that a homeowner needs to know. I'm Jacqueline and I am co-hosting with Jeff today.
1: Good morning, good to see you.
2: And this podcast is hosted by VIP HomeLink, the digital home management solution that helps homeowners organize, maintain, and improve their homes. You can download it on the App Store. And our guest today is Mark Coons from Savvy Insurance. Welcome, Mark.
0: Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's uh, good to be on your podcast.
2: It's great to have you. So for those of you who are listening who don't know already, we actually have a special partnership with Savvy Insurance and that's part of the reason why we would have you on today. Why don't you introduce yourself, Mark, and let our listeners know a little bit about you and your history and how you kind of got started with Savvy Insurance.
0: Well, thank you again for having me. It's, uh, it's good to be on. Yeah, I'm founder CEO of Savvy Insurance Group. We're headquartered in Charlotte, North Carolina. Myself, I've been in the insurance business a uh, long time at this point, probably about 30 years. And my co-founder and I have worked together for, for 15 years. And we are creating a uh, digital-first managing general agency insurance company focused on improving homeowners insurance across the United States.
1: Timing-wise, Mark, when when are you launching the business? Is it underway today? And how do you differentiate your product against some of the other home insurance products out there in the market?
0: So we are uh, pre-launch. We have a launch date set for uh, early January. So we'll be launching initially in Virginia, mainly focused on the eastern part of the state as we roll out. So Richmond, uh, Newport News, Norfolk, Virginia Beach, that area, as well as Metro DC, and then expanding into the larger cities within uh, the Commonwealth of Virginia. And then from there, expanding along the eastern seaboard and then into the the major markets in Illinois, Texas, Florida, California, and so on. So we have ambitions to be in all the major areas, all the major states and uh, are excited to be launching. We've been building this product for some time now and uh, are really excited to get going.
2: So you say that you're a digital first insurance solution. Can you talk a little bit more about what that means?
0: When we started this journey, I feel very fortunate, first of all, to to be in the insurance space. It's uh, it's a tremendous industry. But I think because of that experience, it enabled us to sort of, when we thought about creating um, a new insurance company, really sort of look at all the different links in the chain from, from that experience and that, that vantage point and sort of look at what works well, what maybe doesn't work so well. And then think about how do we use technology to create an insurance company for a modern consumer that does a better job, particularly around the area of not just putting the pieces back together after the loss, But how do we use technology in in probably a couple of key areas? So with Savvy, probably the main differentiator is when you buy a Savvy homeowners policy, we provide every homeowner with a smart home kit. So what that means is you buy the Savvy policy and we send a complimentary kit to every homeowner that comes with water leak sensors, door contacts, window contacts, motion sensors, smoke sensors, and, and a camera. And for us, you know, it's a, it's a major, major differentiator. And that home smart, smart home technology really enables us to take what we feel is traditional insurance model, which is really based on sort of repairing and replacing and is a very sort of intangible insurance product. And using that technology to, to sort of focus on predicting and preventing losses from happening in the first place, where at the same time, actually giving consumers something for the premium dollar that they spend every year beyond just sort of this very intangible promise to pay when something bad happens. So it's one of the key things that that we're doing. We've also spent a lot of time from a technology standpoint on the customer onboarding, the customer user experience when people come to get an insurance policy. So today, you know, it typically takes someone anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes to go through the insurance process to, to even get a quote, let alone to be able to buy a policy and a triple insurance company is asking 60, 90 questions that quite honestly, a lot of the time, most homeowners don't even know the answer to some of the questions. So it's a very archaic type process that, that really hasn't changed. So what we've done on, on that side is when you come on to Savvy, log into our website, we can produce a quote that's bindable and can be issued and paid for online in probably under five minutes. So it's a real, real game changer. Right. Mark,
1: we interact with a lot of different insurance carriers, uh, some very large that have been around for decades, others smaller, newer companies. And so excited to be talking to you and working with, with Savvy Insurance. I mean, it's to hear you say how much you care about the prevention piece, which is, as you know, our bread and butter, as music to our ears. And we've always felt that we're a three year old company, and we've always felt since our founding that insurance carriers like to say they protect, but they don't necessarily all do. And you're coming at this with a very refreshing kind of perspective on it all. And we're we're super excited. So let's focus on that prevention piece for for a moment too. Why is that important? Why is that important to you as you're building your your business?
0: The simple answer is, is losses Really suck, right? <laughs> I mean, if anybody has gone through uh, through any type of a, of a loss, you know, it's a really terrible experience, and not necessarily because you know the traditional insurance model is is so broken. It's just insurance; it promises to to replace the irreplaceable, right? And no matter how good your insurance is, no matter how much you know money you get for replacing things, it can never replace damage to to photo albums, to pictures, to, to all the things in your home, you know, that, that people love, people that have collected. So, you know, no insurance can kind of put that together again. And then you think about the disruption. In our case, we we had a water claim in, in March in our home. We've been out of we're still out of our home. This is now the eleventh of November. All the disruption, all the uncertainty, the financial strain um that, that puts on a homeowner is just something that You know, having gone through that experience, having been in the business and seen our customers go through, if we can do anything to help mitigate that, we think that we're creating a solution here that's more holistic, that helps prevent people go through that process. And by doing that, it helps us lower our claims ratios, which in turn helps us, but creates this really nice model where we think we're doing a better job for the consumer on the front ends. And then that benefits us in the forms of having to pay fewer claims, which then enables us to turn around and return those amounts of money by lowering premiums because we've kind of built a, a better model here. So it's about us. But I think at the end of the day, it's really about helping consumers and prevent and not have to go through that process in the first place. So whether that's using technology in the form of a smart home system to help improve that, or what we're doing with VIP HomeLink with services and benefits to help educate and, and make the homeowner more aware of things that could go wrong. Anything that, that we can sort of do on that front end to build a better product and help people avoid the, the process of going through the claim is where we think we can provide real value to homeowners.
1: For us, as you know, it's, it's really about creating awareness where you know many homeowners aren't aware of the risks that are inherent in their home. And what we try and do as an app is to just build the awareness, educate homeowners, provide some resources and some knowledge to them through our solution that helps them be more prepared. And it's not just those accidental in-home floods, for example, it's also being prepared for potentially catastrophic weather events too, and being able to mitigate the actual impact to a home and and, and to the homeowner's family uh, as well. So, To give another example with something that we're
0: doing, so, you know, especially around COVID, so as part of the insurance process, with insurance companies, we like to inspect the the risks that we're taking on. What we're doing is we have a basically an artificial intelligence generated type inspection service that we ping to our customers. They download that and use their smart home to go through and do the inspection. So we go from having boots on the ground, somebody showing up in a, in a truck and, and disrupting that person. And as I say, especially in COVID, people don't want people in their homes. We're using sort of a digital first process around our inspection process. But the interesting thing sort of taking on with with what you're saying is as part of that process, we can do things such as we can look at the hoses, for example, on the back of of a washing machine. We can look for signs of wear and tear around a dishwasher. We can look at the positioning of, of a washer that upstairs on the second floor where that maybe provides a higher risk for water damage. All of those things then sort of come back to when we have that information is feeding that information back to the homeowner to really help them understand that, Hey, we saw this through the inspection process and it's looking like the hoses on the back of your washing machine are, they're starting to wear. Right. And we're building in a lot of sort of rewards and incentives around this as well, where we can say, look, we're seeing this in the home. You've been a fantastic homeowner. You're doing all the right things. Let's incentivize you by giving you a reward for being a great homeowner. Go to Lowe's, go to Home Depot, spend the 15 bucks and and, uh, and and we'll do that for you because we think that's a benefit that we can provide as an insurance company that makes, again, goes back to the prevention and predicting those losses and, and helping them become more aware of what's going on in their home. And and VIP Home like does that. Right? That's, the, that's the component. Um, that's kind of missing. It's a how-to manual uh, for your home. I mean, I've, I've been a homeowner for a long period of time and I will confess, I don't know what I'm doing around my house. So opening up that VIP home link, whether that's getting tips, right? Like we're going into fall now, you should think about doing this, is all incredibly valuable. And we think it's incredibly valuable for our consumers and kind of in the back end, it all helps us as well.
1: It is amazing how just those little fixes can make such a big difference. And the braided metal hose behind the the washing machine is a a great example, 15 or $18, whatever it is, spend the money and save or avoid a a potential catastrophe in in the home through uh, an in-home flood. So that's a great, it's a great example. And and, uh, there's many others, as you know.
2: When it comes to the smart home devices that you offer with your Savvy package, could they potentially use pre-existing devices that they already have as opposed to using yours? How does that work for a policyholder?
0: So the simple answer is, is yes. We had probably, you know, when we designed our smart home system, we probably had about four or five sort of key goals and, and objectives that we really wanted to achieve around building and designing that smart home system. And one of them, which is what you're, you're tapping into, is sort of what we call the interoperability of Internet of Technology, IoT technology, smart home technology. So we felt it was really important, as best as we possibly can, is to create that architecture, that ecosystem that is as open as it can be, and it's somewhat contingent upon the other system that's in the home. So, uh, you know, some of the systems that people are maybe more familiar with, they see in a retail space, they use sort of locked down or closed protocols. And what that means is that system doesn't really play with anybody else. So those companies have reasons for for doing that. And we we appreciate, we understand why they do that. We don't think it's great for consumers because it doesn't allow that interoperability between devices. If we look at the landscape today, smart home is is growing like crazy. And we've seen a significant uptake in consumer adoption around IoT and smart home in the wake of COVID. People are just, they're home more, they want to know more what's going on in their home. So the uptick in consumer adoption is is, is quite dramatic. So we wanted a system that would work as much as possible with that. So with our kit, we provide a suite of kits that, uh sensors that come with that. And then depending on which protocol somebody might have within their home, it should work. So it's kind of dependent on the other technology, but we've made ours as, as open as possible. So you can control our system through Amazon Alexa, Google Home and it'll connect to literally thousands of other devices in the home.
1: We're big advocates as you know of IoT. There's there's a lot of selection out there in the market. It sounds like your solution is as helpful as any we've seen, Mark, honestly. I think you, you've designed something that's just super for for homeowners around that detection and mitigation Peace. that's terrific
0: It's been a long and, and tough journey I mean I'm, I'm an insurance guy who, who's really learned IOT smart home and admittedly we've gone down a lot of roads that ended up in, in dead ends for, for various reasons but yeah I think we I think we've got a product that, that works really well for consumers is easy to set up the data of security which is absolutely paramount to us is baked into that. So when we think about GDPR regulations, California protection codes, ISO certifications, all of that was was absolutely critical to us as well in, in building that in. And we wanted a system that that went beyond just leak sensors, which is really about us as an insurance company, but wanted to provide a system that provided consumers also with the things that, that, that they really want. So unless you're like me or my mother-in-law who also had a bunch of water losses, most consumers don't aren't really thinking about leak sensors, right? right? But what they do want is they want that camera in the house. So if they're away, they can check in, see what's going on in the home, see if the kids are home doing their homework, whatever it might be. So we, we felt that providing that sort of holistic kit was, was really important as well. So yeah, we think, it, we think it's great. You know, we're, we're still learning and we'll continue to make improvements, but uh, we're excited about what we have.
1: Is there anything you want to highlight in your policy or savvy policy that is a differentiator in the market as well for homeowners.
0: I mean, this is the really boring part, but it's, you know, it's, it's the important part. Being sort of insurance nerds, we really started with that as a basis, right? And we said, okay, what is in this thing, right? I mean, every year you get this document that's like 60, 70, 80 pages long and, and nobody really knows what's in it, right? I mean, I, as an insurance professional, I sometimes wonder like, well, wait a minute, all these double negatives and how does all this kind of stuff work? We started that really as one of our base initial products is is looking at what's covered, right? Right. And and do people understand what's being covered? And how do we maybe think about that differently? Because most homeowners policies haven't really changed in decades, right? So if you look at a homeowners policy today, you've got coverage in there for things like stamp collections, fur coats, silverware, and and pewter, right? Right. I don't own any of those things. I, I like most people don't own any of those things. We took kind of a hard look at at that and what the construct of the policy was, and said, "How do we make this, you know, a better policy?" So, not so much that we're looking at those items and removing them, but it's more, you know, because some people I guess still have stamp collections, right? So we don't want to take that necessarily right. away, but let's think about how do we expand the product to protect people around things that are, are more prevalent today. So if you look at our current environment, everybody's working from home. So how does a homeowner's policy respond to that? What kind of coverage is, is in a policy today to protect, say, that home office, the computers that somebody might have, all the laptops, all the, all the stuff that we have in our homes? Mm-hmm. You know, so how do, how do we provide better coverage around those items? How do we provide more adequate limits? how do we think about people are concerned about credit card fraud, people are concerned about identity theft, in my case, water backup, service line, that that type of thing. We've taken that traditional homeowner's policy and really built out from that. So what we have today is an offering that really bakes in probably anywhere between, uh, we've got different sort of good, better, best options uh, for homeowners to choose from, but allows them to buy and have the coverages that are more germane to, to them today, while at the same time saving them a lot of money in, in the process. So, so yeah, it's where, where we started. Most people don't read the policies, but, but we think better matching the, the coverages that people need today was, was critically important.
1: Definitely worth highlighting. I mean, that's that's where the rubber meets the road, right? When things do go wrong, it's oftentimes when homeowners open up that policy for the first time and start reading it through and say, wow, I... I I need to go stay in a hotel for, for two weeks. Is that <laughs> <just do things laughs> or, or four or five months, maybe? Right.
0: The rubber hits the road there, absolutely, right? So you've got to make sure that you have the right coverage, the proper, the appropriate coverage for the homeowner to begin with. And I think rubber hits the road as well is, is this on, on the other side of it, which is on the claims piece of it. And again, you know, not to, to harp on it too much, but having gone through this process. There's a lot that's terribly wrong with how insurance companies are handling claims today. It is paper-intensive. Payment process is slow. It's just a a very painful process. So, you know, and this sort of, for us, ties in a little bit to the smart home aspect of it. So, again, if you think about a leak sensor, we have the ability with that leak sensor, if, if a notification is sent, we can receive that notification, get in touch with the homeowner, ask a series of questions, such as, Hey, we've seen this going on. There's a notification on your leak sensor. Are you home? Not home? No, I'm not home. Okay. You've got a camera. Maybe you can verify it remotely to see there is a problem. And then we have a service network with about 40,000 trained professionals behind the scenes where if we can verify that there's actually an event like that going on in the home, we can say to the homeowner, great, I'll tell you what, we can roll a truck. We'll have somebody there in 30 minutes. You don't even need to be there. We can shut the water off at, you know, at the front of your property and mm-hmm. at least mitigate the damage from the beginning. And then from there, that really enables us to, to triage the situation and, and start the entire claims process right there. So it, it goes from you know, sort of using that smart home technology plus the claims angle to, to really help mitigate the situation to begin with and then just start the entire claims process, right? Like we don't need, because we know we've got verification, like, hey, we know this happens, right? We don't have to go through the process of, okay, somebody will come out three days from now and look at your house. Like we know this happened and we know it started here and we know it happened here. Let's start the process now, right? We don't even need to ask as many questions on the front end. Let's get this sorted quickly. And we think the policy is important, but that claims piece and being able to get people back as quickly as possible is, is a huge area for improvement and something that, that we're really working hard on.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love it's collaborative, it's it's engaging, it's helpful. It's just a, a, a much more modern approach to fixing an issue and providing a service component to it as well.
2: We talked about prevention. we talked about after an incident takes place. Is there anything else that you'd like policyholders to know?
0: Well, there's probably a few things. The first thing I would say is, you know, like get smart, get savvy. We'll cancel your old insurance policy. There's a lot of there's a lot of great insurance companies out there that that do a good job. We just we just think that we're doing something that goes beyond what what insurance is doing today, and and we're doing that at a price point that's extremely competitive. So when we run our our premiums against sort of stacking that up against other carriers. We're seeing rate differentiations of around anywhere from 10 to 25%. We're building a better mousetrap, if you will, and we're, and we're delivering that at, at a better price point.
1: You're building a great team, too. You, you've, got, you've got great backing, Mark. We're, we're thrilled to partner with you and excited for the launch beginning of the new year. So best of luck. Thanks for, thanks for sharing the story.
2: We know that you have a bit of an insurance story yourself. So for those who are listening, we do this segment called Homeowner Horror Stories, <laughs> where homeowners can share different incidents they've had in the house. Sometimes they are related to pests and wild animals. You touched on you know, your, your story a little bit with some water damage, but maybe you could kind of tell our listeners kind of what took place and what happened, what's currently happening with your insurance or a homeowner horror story now.
0: It's a little painful, and, and <laughs> I, will, I will save my almost 19-year-old son uh, the embarrassment. So in uh, May 5th, uh, a day that she'll live on into in me, I was sitting in my office, and literally, the, I had the good fortune of having our smart home system, which we were testing at the time, in my home. And I was sitting here working away, and all of a sudden, boop, 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 I've got a notification that there's water issue on on the uh, second floor in the bathroom within five minutes my wife called to tell me that this event was happening to which i said yes dear but i already know that i'm in the car i'm, I'm on my way so the good news of the story is i was able to get home as notified everything worked as it should have which is great got home was able to sort of do the initial mitigation of shutting off the water. But was then, even though I'm in the business, I'm now standing in my kitchen and I'm watching water come down and I'm left with, what do I do? Is this really bad? Is it just a little bad? Is this a weekend of me going to Lowe's and patching my ceiling? What, what is all involved with this? As much as we were able to mitigate it, where the process really for us kind of broke down was going through the, the claims experience. Which is really why we're we're so focused on the, sort of those lessons from those losses and trying to like everything that we've learned from that, sort of taking that and building that into our claims experience. I don't necessarily fault the insurance company, but it's just you know the process is, is just so backwards. If you take just say like the claim payment process, a check comes to me by by mail, right? And that takes whatever period of time. I then have to have that endorsed. It's got to go to my mortgage company. That has to go by mail, it then has to come back to me. It's got to now be endorsed by the contractor doing the work. The payment process, if you just look at that one piece of it, is it's easily a 45-day process, which thankfully I'm able to sort of deal with that from a credit standpoint. But if you look at a lot of homeowners, the ability to sort of those funds to, to start the claim process could be devastating. There's a lot of good things that came out of it. I mean, the insurance company gave us a courtesy sort of learning experience. Shout out to my insurance company for for helping us set up a competitive insurance company on the back of that. Um, but it's just a situation that, that people we want to help them try to avoid. As I say, i would never been on that side of it. We're the ones always writing the checks.
1: Right. And,
0: and to see that first firsthand and experience it there's just so much room for improvement. So we're excited about the mitigation and and predicting and preventing, but also just doing a better job of helping people put those pieces back.
1: It's so true. And and part of the reason we share these stories and have guests sharing their stories is, is again to create that awareness. And when you go through something like this, you can be displaced from your home for several weeks, obviously you can be out of pocket money for a period of right. time, which might stress the family budget, your children might have to be dislocated as well, perhaps away from their friends, away from their schools, etc. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot there, isn't there, around home is home, and that's where you want to be after work or after school. You don't want to be five miles down the road and and, and all yeah. that.
0: And, and um, you know, as you're saying, like, some of these fixes are just, these aren't like $1,000 Fixes, right? It, it's, first of all, it's why we're excited about VIP Homelink. It's, it's having that knowledge to begin with, right? It's like, yeah, I've, never, I've never thought about certain things until we got more engaged with VIP Homelink to sort of think about like, oh, wow, I should check that, right? Because if I don't do that, then that could happen. And that's, this, a light bulb goes off and gives us the, you know, gives our customers and, and others the tools to become better safer homeowners. Everything that we can do to to help people have to go through these horror stories. If we help one homeowner, then I think our mission is is off to a great start.
1: It's a great mission. It's a great mission. Yeah. Completely aligned with ours, Mark. Thank you very yeah. much for sharing. Yeah.
2: Is there anything else that we didn't discuss that you'd like to discuss before we wrap up today? I love
0: I love in, um, the insurance industry. You know, I'm probably the strange person that I wake up and I'm excited to to go to work and to think about insurance and and uh, so that maybe makes me a strange person, but it's been a great industry and I've been very fortunate to, to work in it. And I think because of that, when we were building out savvy we wanted to also create a company that would give back a little bit. So we're part of an organization which is called Pledge 1%. Pledge 1% was started by Mark Benioff, the, the founder, CEO of Salesforce and some others. Pledge 1%'s mission is uh, particularly around sort of startup companies is to encourage them and to challenge them to think about ways of giving back. And, and the 1% generally means that companies like us will give, say, 1% of, of equity, 1% of profits, 1% of product, 1% of time. So at Savvy, we've made a commitment as part of Pledge 1% to give 1% of all smart home systems to communities in need and also to encourage our team members to give 1% of their time to pursue community improvement events of of their choosing. We've been very fortunate to be in this industry and it's a great opportunity to to work that into our corporate DNA. Um, And we also think it's kind of a, you know, from a consumer perspective, it's it's great to know that the premium dollars that we're taking in are are also gonna be put back a little bit to, to help the lives of people in our community.
1: Thanks for sharing that. That's a great pause. Right. It's a great mission. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Well, thank you. Um,
0: I really appreciate <laughs> being on your on your podcast today. We, uh, we love what VIP HomeLink's all about, and, and we couldn't be more excited to be uh, partnering with you all.
1: Thank you so much. Appreciate your okay. time. Have a great day. Get more answers to your homeowner
0: questions by subscribing to the VIP Home Podcast. Available anywhere podcasts are found.